Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Like Day School Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan, and with me today we have Ben. Hello. Damn it! <laughs> You'll never escape it. And we have Patrick. Yeah. Ben keeps whispering, and it pisses me off. Hey, you like ASMR, so. No, it, it pisses me off when he whispers, like, uncontrollably <laughs> enrages me, so much so that I'm not going to say bless you, sir. Or even a gazuntite. Yes, you will. No, I won't. You already did. He's whispering again. Damn it! Yeah. Just because you were being mean to me. I I cannot. I'm, I'm getting more and more angry by the second. That's the goal. That's it. I'm going to shake my jimmies at you. Please do. Do you want me to? Buy, how did you buy several people named Jimmy? Do you want me to shake my jimmies at you? Yeah, wrestle my jimmies hard. Is that what you call? Me? Wow. Was that a pack of Tic Tacs? Why do you have Tic Tacs? Why do you keep whispering? Because it's making you upset. This is a lackadaisical podcast, not the lackadaisical whispers. You, you know. Anyway, welcome back to another episode of the Lackadaisical Podcast. And by the way, that was a, t- a bottle of generic Tylenol. I think that was a thing of Tic Tacs. It was a bottle of Equate it, pain reliever. It was, it was Tic Tacs. Alright, that's fine. We'll just go with that. So, of course, as you can tell, Vinny's not here again. Of course. He's uh, still grounded for the next... Uh, yeah, you know, two weeks after this, um, he just he, he he keeps missing, so we decided to ground him from the <laughs> podcast. So he's his temporarily suspended. Um, we actually put his status in the uh, in the dock here as suspended as well because he is suspended. Um, it's really, what quite frankly, it was because I didn't like Vinny, and so I told him to fuck off. Yeah, more or less. Ben just got tired of it. Real, real quick, real quick. At Vinny G. Fuck. Wait, shit. Fuck off. He's gonna, he's gonna there, take cool. it seriously. He's gonna take it seriously and be like, "What did I do?" <laughs> I know. Everything's gonna be taken seriously. So, um, yeah. So he won't he, he won't be here for a while. Um, but also, uh, next week. Uh, we there is a there there's a possibility we may miss a podcast. We should be good, but there's a possibility depending on the schedules. So, our recording day is a bit fuzzy. We basically only have two days of next week to record, and really kind of only one day. So, depending on on what the schedules work out to be, we we hopefully could record. Vinny <laughs> just replied saying, I, "I told you." What did I do? What did uh, I do? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. He blew it. But yeah, so there, there's a chance, and then of course that that week is the week that uh, that uh, we're all going technically out of town. I'm going out of town, but they're going out of state by coming here to go to Dallas for our retropalooza trip. So we should record an episode of the podcast while we're in Dallas, though. Um, yeah, we're gonna time him down and make him uh, talk mm-hmm. like a radio host again. And once again, Vinny will still be missing that podcast because like he always has. Yeah, he'll be missing next week and the week after, like that that 
that week. So yeah, he um he he'll be missing that couple weeks for sure. So it he... may just so work out that our suspension, you know, is timed to where this this works. So comedically, it it all lines up, comically, whatever. You're breaking kayfabe. We don't care about kayfabe anymore. There's I care about, about kayfabe. Uh, you're stupid then. Fuck you. <laughs> you know, Ben is pretty stupid sometimes. Wrestling is fake. Everything is fake about it. You're fake. But not everything. <laughs> uh, wrestling is all just fake. The matches are scripted. They're predetermined. Yeah, they're scripted. That means it's fake. It's all fake. They're, it's all no, lies. Pre- pre- okay, no. Outcomes being predetermined does not mean that the match itself is scripted. It's scripted with a fucking Windows 10 script. <laughs> it's scripted by a very old, senile old man that doesn't know anything about how wrestling works nowadays. That's one company. Well, that's the biggest company, though, so that's the only one people know. Okay, well, that's not the one I'm talking about, okay? <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, we'll record an episode of the podcast when we're in Dallas together. Um, like we did that one time when Patrick and Ben were down here. So, yeah, it'll work out. But just just a heads up, we might miss next week. Uh, it's a possibility. Hopefully, we get to get together, but we'll see. Uh, for anyone who uh, who cares and would be deeply heartbroken about missing an episode of the Lackadaisical Podcast, like the whole two viewers. Yeah, I mean, if we're not doing anything, we those, have on, on we have Tuesday? more than two viewers. <laughs> yeah, we do. But wait, well, we don't have any Joke. viewers. We have listeners. Yeah, that's we all I was saying. Eight listeners on, you. We on have last viewers. episode. It's listeners, you piece of shit. How dare you had, fucking even? We had eight listeners on last episode. We had eleven on episode forty-four, and we had nine on episode forty-three. Which that reminds me, I've been meaning to look into it because I haven't yet. But iHeartRadio makes a big deal about the the hottest place for podcast, right? I want to see okay. what 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 hoops you have to go through to put a podcast on there because if we get our podcast on iHeartRadio, that gets some traffic. Fuck iHeartRadio, Spotify's better. <clears throat> yeah, but I think we have to pay to put it on Spotify. I'm just saying for music place in general, iHeartRadio. You're sucks. not wrong. Spotify is a better service. Hold on, hold on. I I have to point something out. I went to the iTunes page for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, now, despite the fact that we know he doesn't like the podcast. Marino still gave it a five and said that it was amazing. No, yeah, because that was like the he, first episode or two. He didn't dislike the podcast. He liked it. He just got tired of listening to it. Yeah, it was like the first episode or two because we were listening to the Free Flow Show and then... Yeah, we were and then Jordan, Yeah, and then he, he stopped doing the podcast. He's like, man, I fucking hate podcasts now. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. He doesn't, he doesn't you know, he stopped listening to our podcast because we're just redundant and... He doesn't care to listen to us anymore. And that's no, I just, I'm pretty sure once you stop doing podcasts, like, you know, I don't really like podcasts. I'm, I'm not, probably not going to listen to them for a very long time. That's possible. Okay, hold up, hold up. Who the fuck is watching it or listening to it on their Apple Watch? Um, there is one download from Watch OS. I would guarantee that it would probably be Maria Mangold a long time ago. Oh, probably. no. No, this is the past month. Oh, I don't know. Maria. Oh, wait, no, this is the past year. Never mind. Okay, yeah. That's that just Marino. Yeah, he's the only one we know with the Apple Watch. Why are we going over our analytics? <laughs> I don't know. This is just showcasing how no one listens to our podcast. Yeah, because they have better things. Which circles back to my original point. I want to see how hard it is to get it on iHeartRadio. That that gets a lot of traffic, and that might be good. Do you want me to submit it through your email address? That's fine. 
cool. I submitted it to iHeartRadio. Oh. We gotta get it on Spotify. That's probably the best place for it. We'll just, uh, fucking have to pay like $20 a month to get all on the services. We don't have to pay shit. They're just nope. hosting an RSS feed. Oh, oh, really? Why have we not submitted it to there already? Because we're stupid. <laughs> well, okay, so the thing is, when Spotify first started the podcast stuff, it was like, oh, it's a super exclusive club. Ah. And now I don't think it's as exclusive anymore. That's I mean, good, I don't, then. I don't know about that. I mean, this is almost a year later since we started, so. Maybe when we started, it wasn't a, you know, available for the general public to use. Maybe it was, like you said, specifically for more enclosed fan base, or not base, but user base. I don't know. No, no, no. It was available for every user to listen to podcasts, but not submit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, we weren't able to submit back then, but maybe we are now. I don't know. We, we can figure it out, because that could be good for us. So, uh, I'll look into that later. Anyway, you know what we should do? We should jump into the topics. So Sony has confirmed the launch date for the PlayStation 20, right? You know, not the PlayStation 5, not the PlayStation 6 or 7. We're, we're talking PlayStation 20. Um, and it's gonna, Technically, it's gonna the launch. PSP is the PS3, and the PS3 is the PS4, and the Vita is the PS5, and the PS4 is the PS6, so this is the PlayStation 7. No, this is the Microsoft PlayStation 12. Xbox 4. Okay, for real though, PlayStation has now confirmed that the uh, PlayStation Five will the Wii U three. <laughs> the PlayStation Five has a mark. Uh, damn it! I, I'm just I'm brain shitting now. It's going to release holiday, holiday of 2020. 2020. <laughs> holiday of 2020 is the release date for the PlayStation Five. I can't wait for Microsoft's GameCube Seven. <laughs> I can't wait for the Nintendo DS4. Man, my favorite handheld console was the Dreamcast. The Dreamcast? More like the Dreamcast. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, the Dreamcast, because that one came with the screen. Oh yeah, that's it, actually, it was, yeah, that's, that's it right. Was a bootleg. Yeah, I remember that. The fucking Dreamcast got a reproduction system before the N64, anyway. Sure did. Um, So, yeah, uh, the PlayStation 5 is set to be released uh, holiday of 2020. And they've confirmed a few more details with the press, or just in general. Most of it seems to be controllers going to get a lot of updates. Um, so they're going to change from the uh, traditional rumble that they've had, like the DualShock they've had in the, you know, all their previous controllers, and change it to actual haptic feedback, um, which I'm assuming you know more like phones type deal, where it's a you know haptic feedback type vibration. Um, so it feels a bit more realistic. Uh, as well as uh, something called adaptive triggers, which uh, for the R2 and L2 triggers apparently will let developers uh, program the resistance of the triggers. So, like, say you're going to shoot a bow and arrow, you'll feel the tension. Like, it, it'll 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 add more tension as you're you know pulling the the string back for the bow type deal. So I'm going to imagine, like, say you're holding it down. Well, the longer you're holding it and the more, the you know, the player in the game is getting tired of holding it. 
the harder it's going to be to hold that button, you know, hold that button down to simulate that. So that that's kind of cool if something like that is the case. Um, another example I gave was, uh, uh, what is it? Where was it? Where was it? Or you have to push down with extra pressure if you're driving through rough terrain in a racing game, something like that. So it's just the programmable tension on the, the triggers, which I think is cool. Um, apparently, when people got a hold of the control to look at it, um, apparently Wired got a hands-on review with it. And it looks pretty much just like a DualShock 4 is what they said, but Sony's also not confirming, you know, if they're going to call it the DualShock 5 or if it's just going to look like that. So they may change it the way it looks. I'm sure they're just testing the hardware part of it in that you know in that case, but maybe not. Maybe they'll maybe that's their final design. I don't know. But uh, yeah. Oh, what the dev kit? No, the uh, the controllers, like specifically just the controllers. Wait, Wired got a hands-on review with the prototype PS5 controller, and they said it looked just like a DualShock Four. That makes sense. That's how like the first three DualShocks worked. I mean, they don't. They were all basically the same looking. Yeah, PlayStation has never been one to change what you know to fix what ain't broke. But yeah, they didn't change until the PS4 because it's like, well, we got to fit this feature and that feature, and even then, it barely changed. You know, just slightly better. So I mean, I don't know. I I mean, like button layout wise, no, but when you hold it up next to a DualShock Three. I wouldn't say it's barely a change. Like, it was a pretty drastic facelift. Yeah, I, I guess so, yeah. I mean, it is actually very different, but button layout-wise, it's not. But from, like, PS1 to PS3, it was like, the you can hold thing. them all next to each other, and it's like, oh, it's the same thing. They just made the triggers worse on the DualShock 3, uh, looking at mine right now. <laughs> yeah, the DualShock 3 triggers are bad. And of course, also, uh, it will be the hardware for the PS5 will support ray tracing, which you know none of us really know exactly what that is. All, all it, it essentially is just a fancy way of saying the games will look nicer. Uh, it's it's new technology, newer GPUs, and we already know the specs. It's going to have the latest uh, AMD Ryzen shit, so or third gen AMD Ryzen stuff. Um, console of course is going to have an ssd it's going to ship with an ssd we don't know what the storage is going to be they'd be absolutely stupid if they didn't put anything bigger or if they put anything smaller than one terabyte i don't like one terabyte ssds are pretty down in cost right now aren't they i don't know i'm sure Uh, well they're not as cheap as one terabyte hard drives so they may they may be pulling a 500 again but here's the thing here's the thing the 500 can work based off of how they're doing the installations this time around because it's custom installations. Right, so, yeah, you can put custom installations. They give you the option to install like just the single player, or just the multiplayer, or just this or that. And they're also, the way they're going to be doing it in general, like with the discs, is it's cutting back on sizes in general. I have a question, by the way. Yes. How is it that consoles are going to be the ones to do that first and not Steam? I mean, you could just install multiplayer and stuff for like call of duty on steam well i mean i guess technically pc did it first but here's the thing with call of duty you can do it like that because the launchers are separate right but like doom you can't just install the single player yeah and the multiplayer does take up a lot of that game so it's like a game like uncharted if a new one came out like you don't have to install multiplayer then nobody's gonna play anyway <laughs> also forgot to 
put our names on the topic things to make sure we know to give Patrick space to talk if he's going to add in the stuff. And yeah, they released all this information and didn't even include any of it in their state of play that they were tweeting about for a few weeks. Yeah, remember that state of play a couple weeks ago that we bitched about? They could have delayed the state of play and added this or something to make that state of play more interesting, but they didn't. Because if they would have added like at least five minutes okay. of discussing like the quick basics of this stuff, it would have been like, oh, but, hold oh on. yeah, the state of play, oh yeah, they announced PS5, so I guess hold, it's hold on. memorable. Hold on. All that would have wound up being is just this text that they put in the article, except on a screen. Yeah, but it would have made that state of play not as bad. We we argued this the other night. We argued this the other night already. It they you're not going to announce your games on there apparently because Nintendo doesn't do that either. They don't announce their new consoles with the uh, with the you know Nintendo Direct or anything. They just make their own videos or whatever announcing it. So it it makes sense for Sony to just announce their shit on Twitter or whatever it may be. But it would have made sense for them to at least include something about it in their state of play because of how poor that state of play was, how lacking it was. It could have just Not, been like, oh, by the way, one more thing weeks, before final announcements. Oh, we have a release date on the PlayStation 5 or interesting things, like a few like, little tidbits. We'd like to share more, but we're still very hard working on it, but we will give you an update within the coming months. And that's it. Now, also, that being said, I think the state of play probably does just only focus on their software, not hardware. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. They just want to talk about software only on there. That makes sense. But, I don't know. It, it just, it, it would have been a neat idea to see, because that state of play wouldn't have been so subpar, so abysmal. And we're aware that The Last of Us 2 was talked about at the end of it. And, and, and that, you know, that doesn't yeah, make I... it a good state of play. One game does not make it a good state of play. For a, a, a 15, 20 minute thing of nothingness. Anyways, that aside though, um, yeah, the PlayStation 5 with the 2020 holiday release. Another thing I wanted to note was that uh, they still will be using 100 gigabyte Blu ray discs for the games to ship with. Um, so that's kind of cool, I guess. You know, still going to be using Blu rays. With it being so close to be releasing at the end of 2020. The only thing I can think of is, oh, I can't wait to see either Last of Us 2 remastered on that or have Death Stranding remastered on that because you don't release big AAA games pretty much right there at the end cycle and not try to port them on the next console very soon after. I mean, yeah, that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. I don't know if they'll be remastered, but they'll just have their ports you know, transitioned over there. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, it w- definitely, it wouldn't make sense to release big AAA games at the end of the console's life and then not put it on the next one like they always fucking do with everything else. I mean, look how many remasters are on the PlayStation 4 in general. And then look at G- what happened with GTA 5 with the PS3 and PS4. Look at Borderlands remastered collection that stuff. So yeah, you know, I expect these two to quickly be thrown on uh, PS5 whenever they can. So that's just... Uh, Something to be uh, looking out for. Maybe if you don't want to, maybe if you want to save the money for uh, a PlayStation Five, you could just not buy either one of these, not buy both these games, and just wait till it's ported into the PlayStation Five because it probably will be. 
Oh, and and it will be backwards compatible with PS4. Oh, well, there you go. I guess that's another thing. It's it will be backwards compatible with PS4. It's like they should probably done that instead of fucking like oh well uh, new console you don't want to play these old games right. That's that's what people assumed, but they were wrong. And then Xbox did it right, kind of. I mean, they start adding stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we should probably do that." Yeah. Oh, and another thing is uh, that the controllers I forgot to mention will have USB-C connection, better batteries, so better battery life, um, and uh, the user interface uh, will be completely revamped uh, to have more social media features and this and that. Uh, so I, you know, I kind of just prefer the cross media bar from PS3 and, uh, PSP. I always thought that was very effective. It wasn't fancy. Didn't need to be fancy. It worked, but, uh, not that the PS, I guess the PS4 is similar to that still kind of like cross media bar. So it's still similar to that design, but, um, anyways, moving on, I uh, got another quick topic here. Um, it's not, uh anything major but remember the atari vcs that that video game console that atari is supposed to be working on um the the league our lead architect has quit uh claiming that he hasn't been paid in six months big surprise so, yeah they're they're behind apparently they're behind on all the payments you know like six months behind um they're just not making any money you know they're not selling yet but they're just somehow lucky to survive this long is what he said um and i don't really you know care to go too much more into detail because it's not that big of a deal it's it's basically um patrick linked something really naughty (laughs) because patrick likes distracting from the podcast his naughty fucking rule 34 shit But yeah, we honestly, I don't think anyone's going to be surprised that the Atari VCS crashes and burns. I don't think it's going to ever come to fruition. Anybody that backed it or whatever is just going to be fucked and lose all their money. And and it's going to be a really bad clusterfuck. Because this shit's been going on since 2017 and there has nothing changed. Nothing has been done to change anything. I mean, no one knows anything more about it, hardly. They don't even know what the fuck they're going on about. Dude's not getting paid. People aren't getting paid. Like, why bother at that point? You know, it's, it's, it's stupid. Atari's just ruining their name even more than it already has been. But, yeah, um, that's pretty much it. I, I, there wasn't much more in it. Uh, just Atari's ruining their fucking name even more. Uh, driving themselves into the ground. So, What I got today is uh, some not video games. Yeah, not video games, some Transformers talk. Uh, So New York Comic Con just happened, and Hasbro showed off some new figures for uh, Siege, Earthrise, and Cyberverse. Uh, My big thing here is the Earthrise stuff that they showed off. Um, The cool thing about the Earthrise uh, toy line is that they're trying to maintain a more cartoon-accurate look with the figures, um, which is something they've been trying to do with Masterpiece, uh, them and Takara. Um, But... Not really something I think they've transferred over to uh, the current toy line just yet. So uh, they showed off some MicroMaster patrol teams, but the Earthrise stuff they showed off was a deluxe wheeljack, cliff jumper, 
Deluxe Modulator Ironworks. I don't know what the fuck that is. Voyager Grapple, Voyager Starscream, uh, Leader Optimus Prime, and Deluxe Hoist. They're all just dead on to the cartoon. Um, except for Optimus. Uh, Optimus isn't really dead on to the cartoon. Uh, Starscream kind of looks like a Voyager version of his classics. A deluxe figure. But uh, yeah, they all look really, really, really good. Uh, they showed off Siege Astro Chain, uh, which I believe was what, a Titan class figure or something like that? But he looks pretty cool. Uh, you know, cartoon accurate colors and all that stuff. Um, just, just, yeah, just a lot of cool shit that I, I kind of wanted to mention. Uh, they showed off Generation Select repaint of Hound for Cybertron Hotshot, which actually works, works surprisingly well. Uh, definitely not like similar robot mode or anything, but uh, looks cool. Generation Select Smokescreen looks freaking awesome because that mold is awesome. Um, then the Cyberverse stuff they showed off actually was surprisingly decent. Uh, it looks more like actually decent uh, Transformers figures as opposed to most of what I've seen from that line. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, it makes sense that they're more toyetic little gimmicky things uh, as opposed to, you know, stuff that you'd see out of War for Cybertron and Generations and Studio Series and whatnot. Um, but it comes with, like, a Build-A-Figure thing for Macadam, uh, the bartender from the Oil House. Uh, so that's gonna be, like, the first time there's an official figure of him. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch of, bunch of cool Hasbro Transformers shit. Yeah, I went through and looked at the images in that uh, in that link. Um, it looked pretty cool. They did look very accurate to the cartoon, kind of. They didn't look like overly, overly realistic, you know, shiny metal. They looked more like, like the, cartoon Like the movies. Style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It didn't look like that. They looked like cartoon would be. But yeah, it's cool. cool shit. It's really cool shit. Yeah. I'm digging it. Diggity diggity. All right, so moving on, Vinny is still suspended, so he does not have a topic. Um, uh, what did I do? <laughs> what did I do? But someone who does have a topic is Patrick. Wow. He's doomed us all. That is a... Getting better at these transitions, I see, huh? <laughs> you are Peace. Quit laughing. You have nothing to laugh over. You did nothing creative. Yeah, you have worse creative direction than the WWE right Quit now. Quit eating your Reese's pieces. He's Ricky Burrick, though. I saw that box. I know what that is. It's going to eat the penis here in a second. <laughs> it's not even a breakfast food. I already ate breakfast. It's not even a lunch food. I already ate your mom. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> All right, Patrick, go ahead. Ah. Uh... <laughs> so Doom got delayed. So uh, yeah, Doom got delayed until March 20, 2020. Both Dooms. Yeah. Well, Doom sixty four. No one really cares about that. It's more about more about Doom, the newer Eternal. Doom. Uh, they're just offering Doom sixty four as a pre order bonus. It's like it's because Doom sixty four so like, got delayed. Yeah, it got delayed. So here's Doom. 64 as a compensation it's like no 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 i'm saying doom 64 also got delayed oh that's well nobody cares about that this is about the this is about the I more do. important doom i i, I do it's well, about you don't both matter. of them you don't matter not... anymore 
You're a horse shit. You don't matter. I don't matter. <laughs> yeah, Doom Eternal. Um, everyone was like set up and ready to go for like this year, and then like, oh, what? Now I gotta wait till March, and now it's like, oh, it's gonna release on the same fucking day. <laughs> it's gonna funny. release the same day as Animal Crossing, so now you're gonna have you're gonna have a Destiny whore out there in Nevada. He's like, oh. Oh, he's going to pick up Animal Crossing. He's not going to touch Doom. He's never going to play Doom. I know. He's just going to be like, there's too many things coming out. And to be fair, there's a lot of games coming out that time of year. Yeah. April and March, and that's fucking going to absolutely fucking stacked. You got Doom. You got Now Doom. You got Animal Crossing. I think Final Fantasy VII comes around that time. Final Fantasy VII is March 3rd. You have Doom and Animal Crossing on March 20th. You have Cyberpunk 2077 on April 16th. Watch Dogs, what about Watch Dogs fuck Legion? Ton of games. That comes out in March as well. <laughs> then all that weird Persona 5 like, spinoff thing come out in March as well. It could be. That's the rumor. Persona 5 Royale. <laughs> that's not a spinoff. It's uh, just a better version of the original Persona 5. Uh it's basically the Persona 4 Golden of Persona 5. Okay. So yeah, there's all this shit coming out in March, because apparently March is the hot year to release stuff. Oh yeah, Retro Palooza is going to be in fucking March too. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, March of uh, 2020. Wow. Retro Palooza Houston anyways? Yeah, Houston. Wow. That was a lot. That's the earliest it's been started. Everything's fucking happening in March apparently. Yeah, that's three months into the year. That's three months into the year. And now I gotta start saving. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, Wasn't it June this year? It was uh, June July? this year. Or June? It was July. Yeah, no, it was June because it, it was on my birthday. Yeah, because 69. Because yeah, now, technically, with that, we only have November, December, January, February, March. That's like five months, Jordan. <laughs> after. This. Yeah, I know. That's five <laughs> months away from now. Anyways, Ooh. enough topic. They at least uh, added an addition to stuff with Doom Eternal. Like, there's this thing called the Invasion Mode, which allows you to enter another player's game as a playable demon, and uh, you can try to kill their Doom guy. It'll Ooh. be released as a free update shortly after the launch, so I hope I have this on the same console as Ben, and then I can hack into his game and then start killing him multiple times in a really hard section, and he gets really mad at me. <laughs> I zoned out what? Oh, uh, they're adding Damn a... It, ben. Of course you do. They're adding a thing called uh, Invasion Mode for Doom. Shortly after, it's going to be a free update thing. Oh, no. Fuck that. Invasion, fuck you. Fuck that. No. It basically no. lets you become a demon. I'm getting it on a different system than you them. now. No. No. I'm getting it on a different system. Patrick's going to wait until you buy it, and then he'll buy it after you do. And... <laughs> no, I'm not telling him where I'm buying it. I'll, oh, I'll, 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 I'll find out. out. I'll find out. No. No, you won't. You won't. <laughs> Come on, that I'll buy it fun? on everything, and I won't tell you what I'm playing it on. It's like Dark Souls, <laughs> but it's a lot worse <laughs> because they'll go and just fucking keep getting the shit out of you. Yeah, because you're ruining a game that I actually like. That's <laughs> well, fun though. It's uh, you can find a way to, you know, I can just imagine videos if it's like, if it's like in depth, like imagine people like trolling others and just getting, people getting really pissed off. Because I'm not sure if it's gonna display their name or not, at all. So that's gonna be uh, something. Wow, Hank Hill. No. So at least uh, they're delaying it to work, make it work better. And uh, if it means a better product, then sure. Because it's supposed to hit uh, the 22nd of November this month. 
But then since it's delayed, it's going to be like an additional five months after that. So, you know, if they're going to work on it, polish it up, that's uh, more than fine with waiting. Because better make people wait for a game than to uh, rush out and make it shit. I have a weird feeling the Switch version is going to get cancelled. The Switch version is probably just... You don't really need it on the Switch, to be honest. I just want to throw this quote out there, alright? From Shigeru Miyamoto himself, alright? It's, it's, it's very relevant to this. Shigeru Miyamoto once said, A delayed game is eventually good, but Final Fantasy VII is forever bad. Wait, now say I'm that kidding. again? I said it wrong. Um, it's Final I, Fantasy thirteen. Thirteen, Yeah, 13. Yeah, I, I remember... Yeah, I, I, yeah. sorry. It's a- Okay, I had to go. Do- I, I, don't, I had to go double check. I thought it said seven originally. I had to go double check the image. It said thirteen. So a delayed game is eventually good, but Final Fantasy thirteen is forever bad. Shigeru Miyamoto didn't actually say that, but um, yeah, I thought that image is funny and relevant. Yeah. I'm really excited for Doom sixty four, and I really want to get Doom sixty four on the Switch. I, I, fuck, dude, that would be so awesome. Watch it run at like ten frames per second. <laughs> it's a sixty four game. It better fucking not. <laughs> It's not that hard to run. Yeah, it shouldn't be that bad. Doom 64 is really good. It it really is good. I never played it, so... <laughs> you should. It's really good. I mean, I if nothing I... else, play the PC version, the controller or something. It's good. I don't think I own it for 64, but I could be wrong. It, lo- it just means I'm a fan of Contra. How? Yeah, he's a okay. fan of the new Contra that game that was on game. Switch. I heard really good Sh- things fuck about Fuck off. Fuck off. Shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of fuck you, we're going to take a break. We're going to fuck Ben, and then we're going to talk about what we've been up to. Wait, hold on. I didn't sign for that. All right. Welcome back, folks. It's time to talk about what the fuck we've been up to. And I've recently started saying what the fuck we've been up to like that, because it's much easier for me to cut out the fuck when I say what the fuck we've been up to. And yes, there were like four beeps there. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Well, what the fuck we've been up to is uh, Borderlands. Yeah. More Borderlands. Yeah. Man. So so, so who was it that came along and said that game was bad? Didrick? Didrick joined a call the other day and was like... Yeah, Didrick said Borderlands 1 was bad. And and then Beck's like, yeah, but pre-sequel is worse. And he's like, have you played Borderlands 1? He's like, Beck's like, I've put 300 hours into the game, dude. And we're sitting here playing through it all together, and we're fucking enjoying it, because it's fun. It's not as good as Borderlands 2. Okay. But it's fun. So here, here's the thing, is the Borderlands community is one of the weirdest, most split communities on how they feel about these games, from what I've read. There are a lot of people that think Borderlands 1 is the best. There are a lot of people that think Borderlands 2 is the worst. There's a lot of people that think Borderlands the pre-sequel is the worst. Everybody thinks Borderlands 3 is a terrible game. I I would A like lot to of people believe. think Borderlands 2 is the best. I would like to believe there is not a single soul that believes Borderlands 2 is the worst. And then there's just Jeff Gersman who thinks they haven't made a good Borderlands game since Borderlands 1. I see. He hates Borderlands 2. Well, he's a piece of shit then. Nah, he's Jeff. Jeff Gersman's pretty cool. Yeah, no, I think very... he said ga- as a game, like gameplay wise, it was better, but story wise, it was fucking atrocious or something like that. Well, what still first bad game? Take. The second game. The second game actually has story. He just said it was written worse. 
I'm he's, not saying I agree. I'm just no, oh, saying. Yeah, no, I know. I'm. I'm. I'm the arguing fan base with his mindset. is typically very sl- split on it. Well, regardless of the stupid fan base, we as a group are enjoying Borderlands playing with Beck because the game is awesome. I'm. I'm really enjoying. Yeah, it's, it's quite fun. good. It's very fun. I have a really nice shotgun right now. I have a nice uh, sniper and uh, a really nice shotgun. Even though I shouldn't be using shotguns, I gotta have one. Because uh, I primarily should be focusing on pistols and and snipers. I just don't like. I just kind of don't like the bland colors that Borderlands One has. Just yeah, brown beige. Th- <laughs> that 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 has been helped a little bit with the enhanced edition. They've added more colors here and there, but yeah, it is it is a lot of brown and beige. There is not a lot of colors for anything. You don't see slag everywhere. You don't see purple stuff everywhere. There's not bright, colorful areas, but. It's it is the first game, so I I I'm willing to give it you know credit for that, or I won't discount it for that. But yeah, it is a little bit bland. Everything looks kind of the same, no matter where you go. But the gameplay makes up for it by far, I'd say. It's just it's so much fun. Patrick's still the leader. He he's still Roland. I mean, you know. yeah. He I mean you you do have the leader class, you know. Yeah, Roland, yeah. Yeah. So you've been uh you've been doing your thing. But yeah, we've been enjoying the hell out of that. Besides from that, we've also, last night, uh, Vinny, Ben, and I played, uh, we finished the set of casino missions again um, on Vinny's end. We had two left, and those casino missions are really fucking annoying. But uh, at the end, after we finished it, uh, Vinny revealed to us that we were doing them on hard mode, and that's why it took us forever. And it was worth it, I guess, because it was cool to have the achievement for beating them on hard mode. So I'm still saving my missions to do when Patrick's around. Um... Because if if each of us beat these missions, like using our missions or whatever, um, we'll each have that super armored fast tank car. That's awesome. And it will be glorious. And as much of a pain in the ass as that last mission is, I still really like it because we get to drive around in a fucking mini tank. It's it's fun. I do like that. As annoying as it tends to be. But we finished those, and then uh, I hopped in the car with Vinny, and he drove us to the port to pick up his car, and we immediately, unintentionally blew it up, and he cried for his loss. See, the car withstands one explosion, not two. Uh, the second explosion just blew it up and killed him in the process, and he was not happy. It's okay, we all know Jordan's salty because I keep winning vehicles and he can't win shit. Hey, Vinny won it too. I know, and you didn't yet, so that makes it even funnier. Yeah, and it's a really sweet car, and I hate you both. I only win clothing and RP. Because you don't, you only do it like once every two weeks. Yeah. You're not wrong. Moving on to what I've been up to. Uh, fuck my car. I still haven't fixed it yet. That's it. I'm not going into any more detail. I, I just... I've done more work. I spent a whole week working on it and still haven't found the issue. Yay. Fuck my car. Hate my car. Um, there was recently a Humble Bundle deal going on that uh, included the Crash Insane Trilogy, the Spyro Reignited Trilogy, and Call of Duty World War Two, World War, World War Two, um, for the low, 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 low price of what was it, twelve dollars? Yeah. Um, and you know, as you guys may or may not know, you know, listeners or whatever, Humble Bundle, they have a monthly thing. You subscribe, it's twelve bucks a month, and you get really good games. Now, every month isn't always great. However, every once in a while, they get these fantastic deals like this. So I went ahead and subscribed to it because I was like, you know what? I want Crash 
and I want World War II. I would like to have Spyro, but I'm going to go ahead and give Spyro to Patrick because he want, he was wanting it. And I wasn't sure if he was subscribed to it or want to. So, well, I went ahead and did that and gave him my code for Spyro, and it all worked out nice. Um, and then he wound up subscribing to it anyways and then giving me his Spyro code back. So that just wound up working itself out. But, yeah, a really good bundle. I've downloaded all those games now. I Actually, I don't think I downloaded World War II. No, yeah, I did. I did. I need to download Spyro still. But, yeah. Um, so, subscribe to that. It's pretty cool. Um, and then I started playing Ratchet and Clank the other day. I've been really wanting to lately ever since I saw Gerard, uh, the completionist video on Ra the original Ratchet and Clank. It just really made me want to play the game again, so I've been playing through it lately, and I've been recording the gameplay for Taciturn. Even though Taciturn's a dead channel, I still want to, you know, record my gameplay and throw it up there, because why not? Just upload it on yours. I could. Probably should. Because Taciturn is really dead. Like, dead, dead. But, I don't know, maybe I'll put it on both and say fuck it, because I'm stupid. The age of the group channel is over. You're not wrong. Except for the lackadaisical place thing, if we get around to that. But. Yeah, but I figure we'll just, excuse me, upload that on your channel. Yeah, I mean, it would probably be easier. But, yeah, Ratchet & Clank is really fun. I just got through uh, beating the boss that Quark sets up, so I'm like, I'm at the war world now. I don't remember which one that is, but like, I think halfway through the game or something. I don't remember where, where it's at game-wise, but it, it, I'm really, really enjoying it. It's awesome. Um... And then just uh, yesterday, I got a SSD. I ordered a cheap-ass, like, cheap 64-gigabyte SSD from Amazon to throw inside of one of my old laptops because my sister needed to use a laptop whenever she's over here. And so I just took my old, you know, Acer laptop from 2011, threw an SSD in it, installed Windows again, and uh, it actually uh, it actually runs fucking fine. As a, it was a two hundred and fifty dollar laptop back in two thousand eleven, so it was it was by far not a good laptop. However, it because it's an Intel dual core, whatever the fuck, it actually runs Windows ten smoothly. Like Chrome and everything opens up smoothly. It doesn't lag and doesn't freak out and take forever. It actually runs smoothly, and I am baffled. But also, it's really cool. So I restored that and got that working for my sister to use when she is over here. Uh, that was a, a fun hour project. Um, and besides that, I don't think there's really been too much else. I don't have a long rant to go on like I've been lately. Um, I could be forgetting something, though. I'm stupid and forget shit. But I think that was it. Um, yeah, the only thing left on my list is that I jacked off. <laughs> but, you know, that's normal. Speaking of jacking off... What you got, Ben? What you been up to? Have you been jacking off too? No, but I did have a weekend of pro wrestling and mixed martial arts. So it started with AEW Dynamite, the premiere episode of AEW. Fantastic premiere. Started with Cody versus Sammy Guevara in a pretty pretty awesome match. Very good match. Uh, I watched that one too. Yeah, you you got the first women's champion crown in a pretty awesome match. Um, God, jeez, what else was on that card? Oh, shit. My mind just blanked. Uh, you had the bastard versus the hangman. 
Yes, Pac versus Hangman Page. Thank you. All right, that was, that was another good match. Good match. Uh, apparently, it was a slow match because the ropes were loose, and Pac like just couldn't like, you know, go crazy uh, with the ropes being loose like that. Um, that's kind of a shame. Uh, and then you had the main event, which was uh, the Elite versus LAX and Chris Jericho. You know, John Moxley came in, attacked Kenny Omega, put him through a glass table, all that shit. Then you had a new stable formed by the end of the show. A stable of Chris Jericho, LAX, fucking uh, Sammy Guevara, and Jake Hager. So that's pretty interesting. Did you say Jake Hager? Jake Hager. Weird name. Well, it's his real name. Weird name. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But yeah, they're kind of already trying to push him as an undefeated Bellator star, despite the fact that he beat two jobbers. So, I mean, hey, good for good for them, I guess. Uh, then I watched NXT the next day. That was an awesome show. That was on par with uh, the AW show, in my opinion. Uh, started with the NXT Championship match, Adam Cole and Matt Riddle. Fucking amazing. Finn Balor returned after that. Yeah, the women's title match, which was awesome. Shayna Baszler retained against uh, Candice LeRae. Got a random Pete Dunne match on there. Main evented with an awesome NXT Tag Team Championship match between the Street Profits and Undisputed Era. Just tons of fucking awesome wrestling on that show. Really good shit. Then there was SmackDown on Fox. I'm not going to say it was a terrible show, but fuck that main event. squashing Kofi in like four seconds with one F5. He gets nothing in. Lesnar wins the title and then out comes Cain Velasquez. You don't need the title for a Cain Velasquez feud with Brock Lesnar. You really don't. Um, But they're doing it anyway. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure this is going to lead to Lesnar versus Roman at WrestleMania again. Again, yep. Like and I hope not. Time. I hope they do something different this time. Fucking bring McIntyre back or something. Do Lesnar and McIntyre feud. That'd be cool. That'd be something different other than just Roman and Lesnar. But I feel like that's where they're going with it. Uh, UFC 245 was pretty cool. At least I think it was 245. I do believe it was 245. Never mind. I'm retarded. It was 243. Why have I been thinking 245? Either way, main event at Israel was Israel Adesanya versus Robert Whitaker. Uh, Israel Adesanya beat Robert Whitaker uh, in the second round by KO, new middleweight champion. Uh, had Dan Hooker beating Ally Quinta, which was a pretty, pretty good fight. A uh, fight of the night, though, Brad Riddle versus Jamie Malarkey. That one was just fucking wild. They were beating the shit out of each other. There were several times where I thought, oh shit, they got a knockout and they just didn't get a knockout. Like, they're going to have the weakest fucking chins when they're like 35 years old or some shit. But uh, yeah, that was a pretty good pay-per-view. Uh, then there's Hell in a Cell. You guys ready for a rant? So, Friday night, 
the day that SmackDown on Fox premiered. They had three matches on the card for a pay-per-view that was two days away. I thought they had four. They had three. After the show ended, they had four. Okay. They announced a match that they should have announced during the tag match, which was Becky and Charlotte versus Sasha and Bayley. Because the match they announced after was Charlotte versus Bayley. So, realistically... Um... Not realistically, I don't know what I'm saying realistically. Regardless, they fucked up the card so bad. You didn't have a card two days out. You didn't have a card the day of the pay-per-view, actually. They didn't announce the rest of the card for the show until two hours before the pre-show. That's pretty fucking bad. And all the matches that they announced was shit that they were doing on house shows anyway. So was the only difference is they changed the finishes. They're essentially a bunch of rematches then. <laughs> Almost. Basically. Yeah. One of them literally what? One of them was Lacey Evans versus Natalia, which we've seen on Raw two weeks in a row. And then one was Corbin and Gable, which is a rematch. Yeah, Corbin and Gable, which was a good match. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, they work well, but that's just another rematch. <laughs> yeah. So, like, okay. So, the thing about the show is it was booked terribly because they couldn't announce a card until several days ahead of time. Right? Now, up until the main event, it was not a terrible show. There were some pretty good matches. I was kind of surprised that Becky kept the title. Because I I was convinced she was going to SmackDown. Because of how they're advertising her and Seth Rollins on SmackDown. So I was convinced they were both going to lose. Now, I thought Charlotte would win the SmackDown women's title. That one didn't shock me. But, like, all the matches were good, but it's all shit that we've seen too often lately. And it's like that Chad Gable and Baron Corbin match, they weren't going to have a match as good as their King of the Ring match because that King of the Ring match was like lightning in a bottle. And then you get to the fucking main event. Mm -hmm. Which, real quick, hold on, hold on. Before I talk about the main event, I'll talk about the other Hell in a Cell match. Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks was fucking amazing. Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks was just fucking amazing. Like, they brought the best out of each other. That was match of the night, by far. Match of the night. They they let women use weapons for once. Oh, yeah, they beat the fuck out of each other. Like, okay, there's a spot where... Uh, fucking... Becky put a bunch of kendo sticks, stuck them in the cage, right? Then put a chair... She put a chair on top of the kendo sticks, set Sasha on the chair, and then she fucking drop-kicked her while she was on the chair. She went off the the fucking apron and then drop-kicked Sasha Banks off of the chair. It was fucking insane. There were crazy meteora spots from Sasha Banks. Just, like, a bunch of insane stuff. Uh, awesome match. But then you get to the main event. Now, first of all, they fucked up Hell in a Cell last year by deciding that the cage should be red for whatever reason. It looks ugly. It looks painted. It looks plastic. It looks terrible. It looks like a toy. Yeah. It looks like somebody has a giant toy and that the superstars or the wrestlers, whatever you want to call them, are Vince McMahon's action figures. 
So they have a red cage, and then they put a fucking red spotlight over the cage! <laughs> so to make it show up on camera, they had to have the cameraman in the cage. Because you wouldn't have been able to see it from outside of the cage. Because everything's just fucking red! Now work-wise, the first five minutes of the match were fine. Everything looked stupid as shit, but the first five minutes of the match were fine. Where did they go wrong? The finish. The finish was the most imperative part of this match. And it ends on a referee stoppage in a Hell in a Cell match, which doesn't have a disqualification. Wish there was a DQ just before that. No, the ref stoppage was the DQ. See, they won't call it a DQ... Because you can't DQ, but they called it a ref stoppage. Oh, wait, no. Are you talking about the year before? No, no, no. I thought there was a DQ, like, moments before, and then they changed it into a ref stoppage. No, it was a DQ, and then they changed it into a ref stoppage. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Because it makes no sense, because there's no, no ref no, stoppage no. in a match like that. There's no rules, therefore the Like, literally, everything they say in a no-DQ match, a match like this, the referee is there to count the fall or to... Ring the bell for the submission. I don't, honestly don't understand the concept of a referee stoppage in this type of a match when it is all, like, people not actually about to die actually trying to hurt each other, you know, like like MMA or something. Why why, why did they well, add okay. the plot point of so, a referee stoppage? Well, hold like, on, hold on, hold on. Here's the thing about professional wrestling that needs to be understood. Is that, sure, it is all fictional. Nobody's actually trying to hurt each other in the ring. Usually, but usually. It is being put under the guise of being a sport. There are rules in the sport, despite the fact that it's not a real sport, right? Mm -hmm. So you still have to create stories while, you know, making sure that you are acting within these rules. In a Hell in a Cell match, there are less of those rules that you have to work with. Because it's Hell in a Cell. Because it's Hell in a Cell. No disqualification. Realistically, in a Hell in a Cell match... And, and really, this would make sense in storyline, because I'm sure you have to sign waivers for this in a boxing fight, a kickboxing, MMA, whatever, where you're going to take head trauma, going to take any physical trauma like that. You probably sign a waiver. You know, if something like absolutely crazy happens and you get super hurt, which I'm sure they even probably sign these in their contracts, because it's not like it's not like people haven't died in a wrestling ring before. You know, you look at your Mitsuhara, like Mitsuhara Mizawa, for example. He died in the wrestling ring, taking a suplex. It is largely considered that he took the suplex and it decapitated him internally. So, because you're laughing because I just get so into this, aren't you? No, I'm, I'm laughing because I've only been able to contribute 3% to this, this rant. I, I know. I'm sorry. And it's, and no, 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 no. That's not a thing on you. And that's not necessarily a thing on me either. I just, I... I can't contribute much to it. I find it humorous because it's like you're bitching and you're you're trying to get a point across and it's like to a listener they're just thinking, man, nobody cares about what he's saying. But in reality Nobody cares. I don't know why I'm on this podcast, realistically. No, no, that's not no <laughs> That's not what I mean. So okay. So it ends on the ref stoppage. They bring out a stretcher and everything 
just for Bray to suddenly no-sell everything that happened. He had a ladder, a chair, and a toolbox on top of him, and Seth Rollins hit it all with a sledgehammer. And then they put him on the stretcher, suddenly, nothing's wrong. He gets up, and he beats the set shit out of Seth Rollins. It's like, if you're gonna do that, just put the fucking title on him. If you're going to negate the very fact that he basically lost the match, then why did you, like... It made no sense. It was stupid. I hated it. My dad hated it. My sister hated it. The entire crowd in the building hated it. Everybody on Twitter hated it. But Pete Rosenberg wants to know why the fuck you're so angry. And you want to know how bad it was? It was so bad. Other than just what I said, it was so bad they didn't acknowledge it on Monday Night Raw. It was so bad that Seth Rollins went on Twitter. Let me pull up the tweet real quick. That the first thing that he tweeted in two days was this. Survive and prevail is bigger than just what happens between the ropes. Question everything, even yourself, and fight your heart out every step of the way. So even he realizes it was bad. At least that's how I'm interpreting this. Is that he's questioning stuff because, well, the fans booed us out of the building. Which, realistically, not Seth Rollins' fault. Fault of Vince McMahon. Who thought it was hilarious that everybody booed. He laughed it off. It's just, it's all so fucking stupid. It's so fucking stupid that they, they just... It was terrible. It was an awful finish. It, they could have written such a decent fucking story. Yeah, it's just such a fucking bummer. Patrick, do you have anything to add? Well, to steal what Brian Zane from, because uh, I didn't watch their pay-per-view. I just watched his review of it not too long before this. And what he said perfectly summed up uh, Hell in a Cell within, like, the first minute. And he's like... It was a rest school project that you were able to get a C on instead of an A because you didn't prepare for it. Or rather, we'll go with a D. We'll go with a D, actually, because that makes more sense. You still passed, but you shit the bed in the process. Because a lot of the wrestling before the main event was fine. It was good. There was some great stuff. But then, you know, it's like a report. You know, you get to the final page. You get to the outro of the paper. And you, you turned out that you forgot to proof check it. And all it was was a bunch of gibberish because you fell asleep on the keyboard. Okay, here's what Brian's saying as I just quickly looked at things like he said, you ever study for the you ever have this big desk come up and then you forget to study for it. So then like 10, 15 minutes before the actual thing starts, you're trying to remember what you did in the past, look through your notes as quickly as you possibly can and then try throwing on your test note for the best and hope that you pass. That was basically hell in the cell. Yeah. And there's uh, several things I could have rewrote about hell in the cell, uh, especially the ending is you see one good way is you could have had a stoppage. I would have gotten rid of the I would have gotten rid of the red lights at the beginning. But it was a stoppage. But here's the thing. Here's what I would have done with the stoppage. Um, how about we just have a normal match? Blah blah. This stuff's happening. But in the take the last exactly. five minutes, Bray Wyatt's no selling anything. He's just beating the shit off Seth Rollins like he hits him with like his finishing. Beats him with the weapons, weapons, weapons. And he pauses. Goes for more weapons. Beats him, beats him, beats him. He's not even going for a pin. He just does it for like ten minutes straight, just beating on us. On a, like a bodiless Rollins, not even moving. The red lights come on. He's just beating him even more. Weapons. The referee's like, no, nah, no, I'm, I, I have to stop it. You're not, you're not even attempting to pin him. You're, you're just literally trying to murder him. I'm stopping this match. You're not doing anything 
That way you can technically keep the belt on Rollins, and then Bray's just beating the shit out of him over and over and over and over and over again, because he just wants to hurt him. He doesn't care about the titles, he's trying to hurt him. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, oh my god, what, what kind of a monster is this? He doesn't even want the title, he just wants to beat the shit out of people. That way he doesn't lose the match. Uh, the, the stoppage makes sense, because he's literally trying to murder Rollins, and he has just like blood coming out of his mouth or down his face, something to show that's like that, and you take him off for a few weeks, and then people are like, you know, we I, I kind of feel bad for Seth Rollins being put in that match. Uh, when is he coming back? And he's like, oh, he'll be gone for a while. He's very injured. He basically almost died in the ring. So you're just going to take him off for TV for like a couple weeks to a month to slowly recuperate. And you could have just booked the Fiend to beat the shit out of more people. And then you would have let him win the title at the next big pay-per-view. That's what I would have done. I agree 100%. Like... It... Because if you weren't going to let him win the title, then why the fuck did you reverse book him in the here roles. to begin with? You reverse the roles. Because it just it's... makes Seth just it just makes the WWE just look stupid and just makes the the Fiend just lose a lot of his mystique. It makes it makes him lose his mystique and it turned the crowd on Seth. Yes. In the process. Two things that you do not want. So now he's now if he keeps getting booked like this, he's going to be the next Roman Reigns of 2015. Yeah, I cannot argue. But yeah, you know that's... what, motherfucker? I can't argue. All right, not all men are created equal, and you keep acting like they are. Well, you know what? Just so I've been playing Budokai Tenkaichi too. Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, that's that's still been fun. Kind of preparing for something with that a little bit as well. Um, currently at the Frieza stuff. Actually, I just finished the Frieza stuff and then just did Garlic Jr. So, Garlic Jr. is done. Um, played some more Astral Chain. I think I'm at Case Files 7 or 8. Um, not going to go into too much more detail on that because I pretty much said everything that I can about the game and what I think is cool about it. Um, Astral but yeah, chain. we got into a little bit of trouble. That's all I'm going to say about it. For those of you that have played the game, you know exactly where I'm at. And then I started working on a Let's Play of a game called Sleeping Dogs. I'm sure some of you have heard of it. Uh, it's been fun to revisit. It's still really fucking good. My favorite GTA clone out there. Uh, trying to go for as close to 100% as I can for the Let's Play. But I'm not promising anything. I'm going to be having Jordan edit it as well. So that'll be pretty cool. We struck up a deal. Yeah. Um I get free sex and he gets video editing. So so long as I can still pay you for it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, all I gotta do is take enough Viagra and it'll be good. Yeah. That's what I've been up to. Alright. Well Patrick, since Vinny's still suspended, we don't know what he's been up to, but what have you been up to, Patrick? Uh you only have one thing listed, but I thought more than that. I didn't really do very much because I've been working quite a bit. I mean maybe I played Killing Floor Two and tried more maps, but into my spins in GTA and won that car. You got your car. Yeah, well, my yeah, I know I got that sweet purple car in GTA Five, and it looks no. So you special. got your car in real life, Patrick. You got your car in real life. Yeah, your brand new 2018 Chevrolet Malibu LS. I didn't never said it was LS. I assumed LS because it has all the packages. I I don't know. Is it an LS? I don't know. Does it have leather seats and a sunroof? 
It has other seats. I don't know about the sunroof. I didn't really look. Okay, it might not be the LS. It could be the LS without the sunroof, though. But the LS usually has leather seats and all the, like, all the accessories. Next time you look at your car, tell me what the extra letters are. It says on the back right side of it, like on the back bumper on the right side. Yeah, you got, you got, a, you got a new car, finally. Yeah, after, after like, being, not being able to pick it up for a week and a half. Yeah, because they had to do fucking recall work on it and give you a fucking loaner car. Yeah, they had to do some weird, stupid-ass reprogramming shit on it. It's like, oh, well. Wait, no, that's okay. They At least you have it now. Yeah. I'm I'm envious of your of your nice vehicle. Yeah, because at least I mine can run now. Yeah, fuck you. Mm. I mean, mine runs and drives. It's just it's a piece of shit. I fucking hate it. It's okay. You just have to drive that thing for like until Friday, and when we pick up a newer one for the weekend. Yeah, and then go back to driving it. <laughs> oh, actually, we're picking our rental car up Thursday, but up yeah. Thursday. Never mind. I guess we'll just uh, figure that out later. Yeah. I picked up that Thursday night, which I was like, mm, good. Extra I shit, there extra like money. Ten minutes before they were clo- supposed to close. So nice. I got that. It was nice. And I also fucking went out in town and went to see, uh, go to a concert. So that was also a very nice, pleasant. Yeah. Uh, hey, fuck you. Trip. Why didn't you type all this down? Why do you got to make it seem like all you've done is Pokemon? It's because I didn't remember it till just now. Oh, okay. Because I wrote right, this up fair. at like four in the morning before I went to bed. Oh, okay, that's fair. Never mind. Okay, all right, that's fair. That's fair. So I went out of town for the day. Went to go see Ghost Live and out of town. And it was a good, it was a really good show. I enjoyed it a lot. I got majority. At least got every song, like a small snippet, if not the whole song, because I recorded the first three whole songs. So I was trying to take a break. Cause I just kept playing and playing and playing. I was like, okay, then. <laughs> I managed to be able to take a break and uh, stop recording. I also recorded some of the stuff in between, took some photos. There was a. Uh, they had a very nice uh, looking set. They had like a weird, like three glass murals in the background, sort of like how you see at a church, but except it actually has stuff I'm interested in and not boring shit. <laughs> See, Jordan got offended by me saying that at all, and he didn't. I, 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 I didn't get offended, but I don't care. I just, I just, you know. They had uh, Papa Emeritus come out in, like, weird clothing. Like, he just had, like, a bunch of costumes on. Like, he had a full-on white-looking suit. And he also had, had like, his uh, cardinal gown of, like, a pastor would wear. And he also had, like, a weird Dracula cape and, like, a black suit on. It was, like, a little short, bat-looking cape. And he just came on, like, a full-on, like, just black suit. He had a lot of changes. Like, kept walking back, changing costumes a lot. And he also had his red suit that he wore the first couple songs. Left and change it. It was just a lot of things. He also came rolling around on a bike, and it had, like, a really shitty-sounding squeaky noise. But then the further you get, the closer he got to us, like the the more out of sync it got. So he just stopped, and you just kept hearing it going. And then he tried going, then the sound just stopped. And then he tried moving, it didn't go. And then it finally went after like a few seconds of him moving, and he just said, <laughs> "It was just uh, funny humor he had." That they also had like sweet pyrotechnics. They had like fire blaring up from other places. They had like a cannon shooting out confetti and uh, Papa Bucks. 
I enjoyed uh, those. Those are really fucking sweet money I had. Value of 666 on it. Has a pentagram on it. Has an inverted cross. It's all looking so good. This is money. There's actual money. Hey, <laughs> here you go. Your $666. It's fucking uh, so... It's good. They also had a... There was also... In between the breaks, they had like a, a guitar bow between the two guitarists. It was a very, very humorous the way they did it. Because they had one on the left side and one on the right side. I was on the far left one with a taller one. And they had like the shorter one on the right side and they exchanged guitar stuff. Pretty sure I sent down Snapchat to people. It was pretty, uh, it was fucking, uh, very, uh, it was interesting. Because, you know, they did their stuff, and then the short one just started doing out sick, uh, sick riffs, and the the one on the left side just started to look very confused and scared. He's like, uh, what, you, what, is, what is all this noise? I can't do any of that. <laughs> he just got, like, really concerned how better, pretending like he's getting, like, all, like, sweaty and, like, trying to button up his shirt. It's like... <laughs> and then after that, he's just, like, put his guitar up, trying to hide from her. I think it's a girl, I don't know. Just the really short one. Then they just walk over there. He just points at him and then points him to like the center stage where he has to perform in front of everyone. <laughs> and after that, he gets like so shocked. And then he walks up there and plays the guitar like really badly, like how a baby would play a guitar, like playing the wrong notes and making it sound bad. And then finally, he played a riff, except it was Smoke on the Water. So that's baby's first riff. And they were <laughs> the small guitars was walking away. He's like, no, this is a disaster. <laughs> There's a lot of good humor in the ghost show, and I very much enjoyed all of it. And I wish, Humorific. I wish to see him again live sometime. That'd be my favorite thing to do. Is this like your fourth time seeing him live? This is only my second. So your sixth time? No, this will be my it, third. It'll actually. be your. Never mind. Uh, okay, so it, it's your third, and how many times has Ben seen Ghost? Patrick so far? is gonna lose his virginity at a ghost concert. I don't know about that. Um, how many times have you seen Ghost uh, uh, Ben? Never. <laughs> All right. So I thought Patrick are better than Ben. At least he's seen Metallica once, and I never have. I might see him twice. Yeah. They might be headlining a festival here, in, or not here in Cincinnati, but at least in Ohio. Yeah, but Ghost is a better concert if they're like the main headliners. They do a lot more stuff, more uh, cool, interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's got a really sweet ass shirt. I love the design of. Now I'm going to be wearing it down for the Texas trip. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I also bought like a flag with their ultimate tour named Death on it. I also bought a wristband too. So I'm going to wear that down there. Mm. And then last few days, he's been doing Pokemon. <laughs> Emerald now. Got a, Finally got past the Victory Road on the way to Elite Four. Trying to remember every fucking thing I did. Let's see, I met Rayquaza, or no, I awoke in Cryogre and Groudon <laughs> from their slumbers. Or I didn't, the two turds did. And then I was like, alright, I went to uh, the place, which is a fucking pain in the ass to surf to. I managed to get there. And then I also met the leader of the gym. It's like, oh, you need to, uh, or the former gym leader's like, oh, you need to, uh, <laughs> you need to go and rake Quaza up in this area, and I had to go there, wake him up, and then they went back to the town, and they 
separated. So that means gotta catch those all three of them later, plus more legendaries. I thought you said rape Rayquaza up. I was like, wait a minute. That's no. what he did. That's disgusting, Jordan. Went all the way up, and I got a shiny Zubat out of nowhere when I was just grinding for levels. It's green and weird. I'm just at this point, I just got to keep grinding up and get at least to like level 52 or so with every Pokemon. I at least have fun. At least I don't suck with Elite Four. And then I did do a bunch of post-game stuff, but I guarantee well, I just want to try to at least finish Elite Four and do a very small section before my the, the uh, post-game stuff before I leave for my trip next week. Yeah, literally. Well, I'll literally be in Texas in less than seven days now. Cause fuck. Yeah. Uh, be there yeah. Like, well, no, it'll be seven days exactly. No, it's like six days and like 21 and a half hours, give or take. Okay, okay, but you'll be here Wednesday of next week. I'll be there like 11, 11 in the morning next week. And I haven't really been anything, anything else up to because I've just been triggered at how they ruined Hell in the Cell, one of my favorite matches. Happened to take place in that Satan structure a long time ago. Now they ruined the mystique of it and it makes me angry. Mr. Who Cares About Kayfabe. Speaking of kayfabe, I have to poop really, really bad. Yeah, but they ruined Hell in the Cell, Ben. They had it had one. They had one of the greatest matches inside of Hell in the Cell, twenty year over twenty years ago, on June in June, I believe it was June twenty second of nineteen ninety eight, if I remember correctly. At the at Pittsburgh, no, I think it was Pittsburgh actually. In like the, I think it was called all like they said the igloo. Or some weird shit like that. It was the nickname for it. No, it was June 28th, 1998. Pittsburgh Civic Arena. The King of the Ring. One of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest matches of all time. It's easily greatest Hell in a Cell match of all time. Where one of my favorite wrestlers took us, uh, probably very, two of the most, most gruesome bumps of all time in the, in that company history. And then had, uh, so many, so many broken things after him. So, so many, uh, Injuries, two missing teeth, multiple stitches below his lip, dislocated his jaw, got a concussion, got a bruised kidney, dislocated his shoulder, went to thumbtacks, fell off the top of the cell, fell through the cell, <laughs> and he still wasn't done that night. <laughs> he had to go out in the main event. He's going, uh, because they were going against WCW, and he wanted to, <laughs> and they needed ratings. And then he got smoked in the face with a chair shot, I think, twice. Unprotected. Speaking of unprotected, I had to poop really, really bad. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I just wanted to say and mention uh, my favorite, one of my favorite Hell Cell matches and favorite matches of all time. <laughs> well, that's really good. I'm glad you enjoyed it, and I'm glad it's a good match. It was really good. I had to poop really, really bad. So Ben, what have you been up to today? Let's have let's have a nope. let's have a bonus nope. topic of what the fuck we've been right. up to today. No, all right. I have to poop to Jordan's really just just trigger his senses to bring out. I'm going to take my pants off and shit in my chair right now. Thank you so much for watching today's episode of Like the School Podcast. Hope you enjoyed. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at Giselle Toad. You can find Ben at VidSigma. You can find Patrick at Assassin underscore Volk. 
And if you would like to follow the official Twitter for Lackadiscal Podcast, it is spelled L-A-C-K-A-D-A-I-S-I-C-A-S-T at Lackadaisicast. DMs are open. Feel free to slide in and shoot us some suggestions. Be sure to check out be sure to check out the Lackadaisical plays. It's over on my channel, youtube.com slash And also keep an eye out for my playthrough, silent playthrough with no commentary, of the original Ratchet and Clank coming soon to a theater near you. Just kidding, it's coming to a YouTube channel near you called youtube.com slash I have to go poop now. I'm sorry to end this episode off. Hopefully we can see you guys next week. Yeah, or hopefully episode 47 next week. <laughs>